This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Well, no, what I'm saying is someone's still going to win, and it might be weak. If, 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 I know, you know, just what half the field is playing badly, you know, with golf, you can easily say, oh, the course must be hard, they're all playing bad, you know what I mean, it all kind of comes back to earth a little bit. Sergio has been like, ah, I can't wait to leave this place. Welcome, welcome. Another beautiful Tuesday here in the Northeast. This is Divots and Pivots. We are here to bring you the latest news, AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and of course the random bullshit that hits our heads as we are live with you. We're just going to bring it to the screen as always into your airwaves. First and foremost, Bud, as always, you look ready to talk. How are you? Did you hear that the Earth's inner core stopped spinning? So I saw that the other day, and I thought it was like just some clickbait. So I honestly didn't read it. But it's, I mean, when I read the headline, that sounded pretty serious. If it is true, it it's the best line in journalism. If true, um, I mean, I'm gonna take I'm I'm gonna go with to science on this. Earth's inner this is USA Today and uh, okay. Earth's inner core. This is five days ago. Earth's inner core stopped spinning. New study finds it may stu- soon start turning in reverse. I read this a little bit earlier and it said something about we still don't know if what if any effect this is going to have on humans. I'm just curious if this kind of gravitational shift is going to affect my draw or my cut. I had a rough freaking weekend at the sim. I I not only did I have to eat crow by forgetting to submit a lineup to you. I have to admit that out loud. We got so I'm, sure, I'm not even sure if that was your fault or my fault or a, a glitch in DraftKings because I, I don't know what happened because I also are you thought, giving me are you giving no, me because I also because I also thought that like our our little one on one contest was set up so that I, was just a I shock so when too, I went and I said I it was there so I think are something we, we, weird happened are we calling this week a we're just going to call it a wash 
I mean, I did cash two out of three lineups, but I'm not going to hold that above you because the one that I was going to submit to you was the one that didn't cash out of the three. So we'll we'll call it a wash. You're a gentleman. You're a gentleman. Yeah, I uh, I went up to I went up to the glorious Saco, Maine. If you haven't been to oh, Saco, yeah. Maine, you are missing out. Actually, had one of the best breakfasts of my life. I'm one of the. I'm one of those people. That's such a pretentious fucking way to open <laughs> any sentence. Um, I'm just going to keep it to me, not anybody else in this world. I love diners and breakfast joints. There's a place oh. called Crossroads in Bethel, Maine, that is literally at the crossroads of nothing and nothing. Uh, but it's down the street from the campground where I met my room, my roommate, and we kind of, you know, whatever. Um, there's that place. There is uh, a place called Flying Biscuit down in... Oh, sorry, Flying Biscuit down in Gainesville, Florida. It's part of a chain. I still like them, but if you see a Flying Biscuit, they're good. Here in Salem, Ugly Mug. It's pretty well known on the North Shore and kind of that area. Ugly Mug Diner, Salem. Phenomenal. Add to the list, Saco Maine New Moon Cafe. This place is a tiny hole-in-the-wall-ish, but it's got a really cute facade or facade, uh, as it's pronounced in one of the great movies of the 90s. But... I went and had I went and had a little had a little breakfast date with Cooper Rose. Uh, the wife and her sister went out and had a little spa treatment. Uh, so Cooper Rose and I had a breakfast date. She had a blueberry crepe, knocked it out real quick, and then immediately reached over to my plate and took half of my put that kid down and took half of my um, crab spinach Benny and just woofed it down and the people next to us were looking and i was looking i'm like she's two and a half and she was nomming this crab and spinach benedict with hollandaise everywhere running down her face Um, i'm a a little concerned about her her lack (laughs) of f's uh but she seemed to love it shouts to the crew at new moon they were really sweet and uh so sako main new moon that was the highlight the low light was yeah forgot to turn in a lineup and then got my ass handed to me at the simulator once again and so uh i have to tip my hat jordan my brother-in-law he has this little phrase that he likes to say you know everybody's got their kryptonite and as much as I, until I beat him, I have to admit he's right. I mean, I've, I think I've lost like the last three times in a row we've played, maybe even four. Oh, sure. uh, and that's, that's both with and without strokes. Like he's beat me straight up. Then in the sim there, of course there were no strokes. His sure. game's gotten really sharp. Um, but uh, yeah, shouts tip of the hat. It, uh, it was a good way to start off. I did pull it out. I didn't lose everything. I gutted out the back nine to win the back nine, both match and stroke and, and save a little face, but just a little, but just, it's, uh, but, but it's some, it's better than a shutout. I appreciate that. Some <laughs> some of my face is better than none. I appreciate yeah, that. I no, but you, you, did you call me two-faced? Yeah. Just because the, the physical face qualities you were going for there. Pebble Beach Pro-Am this week. Uh, we have another Pro-Am. We're excited about it. And this is the one that people actually kind of more associate with. Uh, I think the Desert yeah. Classic is more of an old school. That really is like old-timey uh, Vegas and Dean Martin and the Rat Pack crew. This is much more Clint Eastwood in the new era, mostly because I think Clint Eastwood owns Pebble Beach or half of Pebble Beach or whatever. He's the chief. <laughs> uh it's a cool, fun week for a couple of reasons. A, yeah. we get another program. We get another round of celebrities. The This one gets a little more TV love uh, associated with it. Ray Romano. We're going to go through the celebrity list in a little bit and talk about that. Uh, you always, I always love going back to Pebble Beach because Jim Nance's house that's got the full scale or sorry, the three scale replica of the par three seventh at Pebble Beach. Yeah. 
and uh, in his backyard, and you can go there. He's got a plaque. Well, we can't go there, but when people yeah. go there, there's like a plaque there with who's made a hole in one. He's got the master's music playing in the background. Um, I find him just to be a super fascinating guy and an inspiration on several levels. Uh, and then, of course, Pebble Beach, the course itself. It's one of America's yeah. gems. It is a uh, it's one of the top courses that you can quote unquote play or you know get on if you can afford it and get out there. But uh, it's not it's not abusively long, and it's only one mm -hmm. of three. They're going to go to Spyglass, where they are going to get slapped around. Spyglass is yeah. up there with PGA <clears throat> West, where it is just awful. Uh, there was a U.S. Amateur back or not not too long ago, is it 2019, 2018, somewhere in there. And the medal round play, which is stroke round, that's the tournament lingo for stroke yeah. round, is medal play uh, as opposed to match play. The medal play uh, average was something like 79 was like the stroke average for the U S amateur. That is nuts. That's, that's like, you know, yeah. uh, massacre winged foot type numbers from the seventies. And so they'll get beat up over there, but then they get a reprieve with Monterey, which is much more of a resort ish feel. It's still on the coast and still a tough course. And then of course they get two cracks at pebble. If they make the 54 hole cut and yeah. pebble is notorious for tiny, tiny greens and thick rough. Uh, and if there's any fog or wind, look out. So it's going to be, I think there's going to be definitely some low numbers. It's not going to be U.S. Open style numbers yeah. out there on the West. But anytime anytime they have to go play Spyglass, it's got three of the toughest holes on tour. Uh, it's 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 going to be, it's going to be, I say pay attention to where your dudes are on what day. And this is a location where you need to pay attention to the weather. And Full uh, full disclosure. Haven't looked at the weather this week. Have no well, idea. And I, and I was I actually just double checking. Blind. And I was actually just double checking. They, I don't have they not even released the tea times yet. I thought you were gonna say the weather. No, no, I'm not even seeing the tea times. Uh, wait, maybe I'm just looking the wrong. Yeah, tea that times could... are not listed yet. Well, that could be too because um, I mean, we got movement here where Josh Allen is saying, uh, you know, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Pro Bowl can't do it. I'm a little banged up, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm go gonna out go and play pebble. pebble. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate on the guy for doing that. Listen, the Pro Bowl's no, a joke. Let's start. Let's Pro start Bowl. there. All right, we are going to anybody who tunes in for the fantasy uh, advice and picks. We're gonna get to that immediately uh, after this one question. Yeah, Pro Bowl Manning cast, that, and uh, after a major announcement, so be waiting for that too. Oh my God, you, 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 you teaser you. Uh, <laughs> Manning, the Manning Pro Bowl, divot or pivot? Any Pro Bowl, um, div, uh, I forgot the last I'm, I'm pivoting on. I don't want any of any Pro Bowl. I think it's just, I think, I think we've seen now the players want nothing to do with them either. So I, I, I have no interest in, in watching or taking any part in it at all. No, it's we're right. We're, we're we're right back where we started because I go, I go, I I found it more interesting when the players played dodgeball. What was that like a year well, that, or two I, ago? So that's like, that's I, I guess that's what they're doing. They're going to do like flag football and skills challenges. So I'm fine uh, with that stuff, but I'm still not going to be glued to it. Like I'm still not sitting down to watch it. But if, if I have nothing else to do when it's on, or if I'm sitting at a bar and it's on, I'll pay attention. But I'm not going out of my way to do, to watch any of the Pro Bowl. But I do think those things are more interesting than a than a game. I wish they could find a way to to incorporate kind of the draft combine into this instead of the Pro Bowl because I agree. Mm. First of all, you've got guys who the let the, the when I heard about flag football, my immediate my immediate thought was, how often do we hear about a non contact injury in in practice? And we're just like, oh man, non contact injuries. I the, the I mean, there's probably guys who won't play, you know, 
won't play with their kids on the beach until they're done <laughs> they're playing because they don't want to tweak something. I mean, yeah. they are, they are finely tuned athletes. They are the peak and creme de la creme. I wouldn't be shocked if they're, you know, the way these guys are counting hits and snaps. If, if, if we yeah. just see it go away altogether, I would love to see, mm -hmm. like I said, let's, uh, I mean, same prima Donna ish issues could come out with these guys in the draft. I don't want any more snaps or takes than I have to well, get. We already see them bow out of bowl games and like, it's, they, yeah, I mean, so, I, so, yeah, which pivot, I on the, pivot on the pro bowl, pro yeah. bowl, <laughs> find something else to watch. I'm sure LPGA will be on that weekend. Tune into that yeah. dude. Th those ladies, those ladies can play. I love D I love the, sh the, uh, the chirping between Max Homa and Danielle Kang. Uh, yeah. You know, even though we didn't get our shit together last weekend, Max Homa did. So Max if Homa you didn't did. catch that, uh, the California, I think I said it uh, somewhere else. The California kid is California King. Four of his six wins have come out there. Uh, mm -hmm. And when, and I'm going to go ahead and just say it now, whatever the price I'm putting him in my lineup, I don't care leverage or anything. U S open LA North course. I'm going to put him in there. And if, if, if Stu baby can get in the field somehow, I'm going to find a way to put Stu Hagstead because that's his home course as well. <laughs> but... So one of, the, one of the main things that I can't believe we missed last week, because we're usually all over it when on the, a few times it happens. We missed a Keegan Bradley week. Like how how did we not catch that that was coming? Because we seem to all we always seem to catch it right the three or so times it happens a year. He's like Webb Simpson to me. I think he's. Just, I think I'm just numb to him. I think I've been burnt too many times. Kisner, Kisner's up there too. I think Kiz yeah. is gonna. I think he's gonna enjoy his hunting money and keep his card as long as he can. Maybe try to sneak in. I I'd like to see Kiz as maybe a Ryder Cup pick later this year. If a if he's in form, so if he makes the FedEx Cup playoffs, if yep. he's in the top 125, and B because he's killer at match play, he's great for morale. Uh, I'm just gonna oh, yeah. be an. I don't think I don't think I'm like on a I don't think I'm alone on an island in the Kisner fan club. I mean, the guys all. love him, but um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing him as a captain's pick. Speaking of the Ryder Cup, did you see Nick Faldo's saucy comments about it? I didn't actually. When did those come out? Well, I mean, he's not on TV anymore, right? It's Trevor Immelman who's who's yeah. now in the booth. And so Faldo, they just flashed up his tweet, which are, you know, I say tweet. I guess that's now everybody's everybody's press releases are instead of a press release, you, you have a tweet now. And sure. he's put a tweet out there basically saying uh, about the guys who went to live. See ya. Like, you know, can you imagine if you if you left a company mm -hmm. after 20 years to go to a competitor? Your name's not going to be on the wall. Your picture's not going to be on the yeah. wall. We're not going <laughs> to celebrate you. Like, bye. <laughs> and that is where... I do think until Liv maybe has some more gravitas, Art mm -hmm. and PGA don't owe them anything in the Ryder Cup. Sorry, you did. You, you know, you picked your you picked your poison. You know, go have it. I do agree with him there in his logic because it is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. But I also I also understand empathy. We're all about empathy here on divots and pivots. <laughs> I also understand that position of isn't the game bigger than this? Like, can't we find a way to coexist because? At every evolution of the game, we've had these like I mean, the PGA Tour's inception was it was a breakaway tour. So I mean, let's yeah. let's not get bigger and you know f forget where we came from—a poor black child on the south side of Chicago, right? All right, so back to the Pebble Beach Pro Am. I'm I'm in love with it. It's one of my it's one of my favorites every year again because the um, the celebrities. So here's my question for you. Yes. If you were going to play in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am this year and you, you know, you and I are tour pros all of a sudden, shouts to PXG. They really hooked us <laughs> up, although I think I'd be a TaylorMade guy. TaylorMade's yeah. announcing some really interesting signings, not just Nelly. Um, now they've got, you know, I saw, I can't even remember the dude's name. Guy's got a ponytail and better calves than I do, which bothers me. 
they're just signing like YouTube golfers. You know, well, that's what good. That's what Callaway's doing. I was just going to bring that up. That's yeah. exactly what Callaway, Callaway just signed. Good, good. They just signed Bob Does Sports. Uh, like they're doing the same exact are, thing. They're, are they're we? Hoping- are we officially saying that divots and pivots is open for consideration? I mean, oh, I would take yeah. like I'd take like Tour Edge or whatever Martin these, Keimer, not these, Martin these, Keimer, yeah. Bernard Longer's shilling on the golf channel. <laughs> They're, these guys, but these YouTubers now, they're getting, uh, they're getting pro- their professional <laughs> club fittings. They're getting hooked up with a with a custom set tailor made to the well, not tailor made, but you know listen, what I mean. <laughs> this entire thing is about bringing product to eyeballs, and so I don't yes. blame them. I think it's awesome. You know, kudos to you. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you at the table someday. But Hell until yeah. then, in our hypothetical pro am, <clears throat> who are you? Who are you tapping from the celebrity world as your partner? Look, my I'm gonna go with a. An easy, obvious fan favorite. There's no one else I'd want to play with other than Bill Murray. God, I was going to say, if you pick him, I have to go somebody else. But I am going to say that's my one A. But it's too awesome. (laughs) It's just too awesome. What what question? Because, I mean, here's the thing, too. I wouldn't be shocked if it's the kind of vibe where he ignores you. Right? Like, Oh, really? You know what? What? no, get, follow me here. Follow okay. me. Part of his shtick because there's the legend, and it was it wasn't legend. It was like apparently how it was. Like this is a guy who didn't have a cell phone, didn't have a voicemail. He had like a one eight hundred number that you called. <laughs> I'm serious. Like look it up these like bi- these myths about Bill, Bill Murray, and like you know you had to call and like leave a message. <laughs> he may or may never call you back. Like he's been this elusive character forever, and uh, and I almost think that if if some kind of nobody, if some make a wish, uh, or or actually that's that's wildly morbid uh lottery we entered a raffle and we yeah, won sure. we got to play in the pro-am contest Bills. right i could see him trying to not trying given the full bill murray experience by like big timing you at first maybe mm. for a little while until there was a moment where he got to bust your balls in front of you know fifty thousand people and or whatever the tv audience and live audiences yeah. just to crack you and be like lighten up like we're out here to have fun i would uh, and I would want it, right? Like, thank you, sir. May that, I have yeah. another? I would. Lo- I, I second that. I, uh, I, I, I don't know if, if he would be my one A because I already have that fantasy in my brain, and now I just don't want it to be broken. <laughs> um, I couldn't play with Dosh, jo- Dosh, Josh, do Mel, do me Mel. Couldn't do that. He's too pretty of a man. Although he's got a great, great personality. Um, Steve Young, childhood hero. I would love to play with him, but then again, I also think that he's been chatted up about football so much and I don't really care who he is as a person. He's just a great football player in my mind. Okay. Here's probably a to- totally nice guy. Yeah. Here's another one. Then, you know what? I'd want to play with Tony Romo because I want to know what the hell he's been smoking recently. I'm looking for his name to see if he's there this year. Is he even there this he... year. I'm not even sure. I just, I don't just think he's there. I, I'm, I'm not seeing him on here. You know what? I like that. And I'm going to, I'm going to steal that because I okay. a would love to just, I'm a Tony Romo fan. Don't, you know, don't at me, bro. Uh, I just think I, I, I like the place that he holds in sports to be smart enough and engaging enough to the right people that he gets to piss off everybody who just hates him. Cause he's kind of, well, I also bad. just love that you, that you just use place and hold and somehow didn't reference his placeholding career. <laughs> what do you mean? I used the words, didn't I? No, um, 
but also he's he is Love an incredible it. he's an incredible golfer like he the yes. guy goes and tries to qualify for the u.s open every year he plays in you know he plays in these events he'll be at tahoe he gets exemptions to things he's, yeah. and and uh the only way to get better is to play with people better than you so tony romo would be my my choice uh maybe followed closely by jason bateman but that's just with the crew that they're showing as the 2023 celebrities bateman would probably just be funny and i also think he'd yeah. be a good barometer for whether or not you suck as a human because i got a feeling he too well i got a feeling he, he he too if if you showed up and you tried to chirp him or you tried to you know be cooler than you actually are just be genuine yeah. be yourself i got a feeling he would put you in your place real quick um probably. Probably, again probably a super nice guy but probably gonna be like we're not gonna do that here we're not gonna be douchey today okay <laughs> let's let's leave that at and home. you know what? you're probably right he would say it just like just calmly yeah. like hey. that too hey andrew Andrew, we're out here to have a good time. Okay, let's just leave those comments in the bag where they belong yeah. and uh, focus on getting the ball down the fairway. All right, let's go. Yeah, take, take, take some time while you look for your ball there and reset yourself. Yeah, team. <laughs> All right, so we mentioned the courses. We mentioned the location. We mentioned the format. We mentioned the celebrities. You want to talk yes. about some players real quick after the announcements? Yes, after the announcements. So first off, the big announcement coming in here, hot right now. Uh, there'll be some changes on the show here uh myself I, hold on am i getting fired live <laughs> i was just gonna say myself and bud are not going anywhere uh but if you are used to finding us and listening to us and watching us here or not the divots and pivots youtube channel um in a few weeks uh after the super bowl we are going to be making a change to broadcasting on the newly created and merged uh the fantasy corporations youtube channel uh so you'll be able to find this show in a few weeks after the super bowl on that channel uh so make sure you get over there and subscribe i will make sure to actually uh put out a tweet with the link to that youtube channel i meant to put it in this description it's not currently in the description uh so look for it on twitter uh make sure you get over there and subscribe that will be our new tv broadcasting home other than that uh you'll still be able to find us our podcasts and all the same things divots and pivots on all your uh, podcast listening platforms. We are not leaving Belly Up Media. Belly Up Media is still also going to be our home. So that is the only change is literally the YouTube aspect. We will not be uh, using the Divots and Pivots YouTube channel anymore. So just make sure you look for that change. The Fantasy Corporation will be the new Tuesday live visual broadcast. Well done, young man. Well Thank done. You. Did you. Did you practice that? No. I, it felt like it. No, any, you saying. or anybody uh, listening should know that it's very obvious. I don't practice shit. Right, well, <laughs> while we're sharing here before we get on to real talk, thank you yes, so yes. much as always to Piper golf, to Mahler bros repping the shirt, second ball, all American, get them while they're hot or just order them to print. Cause I think that's actually how it works. But no matter <laughs> what, whether you're at Piper Mahler bros, uh, use div piv on the promo, mm -hmm. get a little love send us a little love. We appreciate that. My announcement is much more of a tease. Uh, and it's a story that we're going to be following and, uh, and, and, and to set it up real quick, the aforementioned brother-in-law who whipped my ass at golf this past <laughs> weekend and is my kryptonite. Um, I, I hate admitting that, but you got to eat crow when it's what you ordered, right? <clears throat> uh, which I do think that's gonna be my next tattoo is a, is a Raven slash crow. I'll get into that another oh. time. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. love to hear that story sometime. It'd be fantastic. Oh, you're very nice for saying that. You know, they used to say when I was a child, Michael shares his thoughts. He likes to share his thoughts. <laughs> so Jordan introduced me to his, his crew. He's from Callis, Maine. You have to Google mm -hmm. it and then you have to zoom in and realize it's yeah. on this side of the border of Canada. Uh, like seriously, like half the town works for the CBP or 
Border Patrol, if I even got that acronym right. Uh, they're salt of the earth people. They are a wonderful, wonderful crew up there in Calais. And they've got a little course uh, called the Croix is what they call mm. it for a nickname, St. Croix Country Club. And it's a small, short, windy little uh, bitch of a course because the greens are tiny and, and fast and on slopes. And unless you're a local and know the tips and tricks, it can slap you around a little bit. Uh, but anyway, there was a character I got paired up with out there at my brother-in-law's <laughs> wedding a little while back and uh, for the tournament that we had. And his name was Kenny. And he was, uh, again, in, in a town of, ni- of the nicest human beings. This was the nicest human of them all. He was beloved by all. And unfortunately, he passed away in December. Uh, and, and really, golf held a special place in his heart. And so... The boys from the Croy and Callis are going down to Orlando to celebrate Uncle Kenny, and they're going to let us follow around, uh, follow them around a little bit, and come on the show afterwards and tell us about their stories. And this is a crew of guys you're going to want to meet here about. They're fun. They love golf. They love life. And uh, at the end of the day, we're going to get to share some fun stories about Uncle Kenny and uh, and the gentleman from Callis and the Croy. So look for that coming soon, both here on the show and on the written webs, where you're going to see both Andrew yes. and myself here in the coming weeks. So that's the fun stuff coming up we can actually we're 24 minutes in and we haven't talked about tier 10 yet uh yeah so sorry ah, sorry one more thing i actually <laughs> and this is uh this is both for you and for uncle kenny and for everybody else out there oh. we appreciate you and everything you do to, to keep this little dream alive you did not tell me to have a shot prep so here's to my water yeah i take a shot on this show every week <laughs> that is yeah awful. but you don't usually <laughs> like you don't usually toast anything so uh i wasn't ready for a formal toast in someone's name well you're going to hell uh, i mean that was already decided i was about uh, to say for other reasons right i'll see yeah, you there uh, <laughs> for many reasons all right on with the show let's, get let's talk into, about some golf uh, who do we like who do we not like and why what are your key three going into this week? And once again, just to reset it, we're at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am out there on the peninsula. They're going to play Spyglass, which is going to slap around at 7,400 yards. It is one of the hardest courses they see. They get a crack at Pebble, and then they get a, which everybody knows about, and then they get a crack at Monterey Peninsula, which is a little bit easier. It's kind of more of a resort-style course like we saw out in, in Hawaii. Uh, just as far as how hard it is for these guys, 54-hole cut. More of these slows, and this one's even slower than the Desert Classic. These rounds are like six hours TV because yeah. you got guys like Bill Murray out there doing their thing and yanking old ladies into the sand trap. So, um, yeah, that's the set, that's the stage, that's where we are, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, looking at that, what do you like this week? What are you focusing on when you're making your calculations for the kids at home? So there's not honestly not much has changed from last week. You know, a strokes gain approach, strokes gain putting, strokes gain ball striking is still there. And honestly, par, uh, par fours within the distance of 450 to 500 is still there as well. The biggest change for me, though, to, to really hone in on the approach shots and the accuracy is that I, I tightened up the proximity. Last week we went we were looking for approach shots of 200 plus given the way the course is laid out this week. We are looking at having those approach shots be a lot shorter, between 100 and 125 yards on average. So that is, uh, it's more. That's the distance that is uh, more prominent at, at this tournament than on tour average. So those are the five: ball striking, uh, approach shots, putting, one to 125, and 450 to 500. Oh, and I, I will say, putting is the one that if someone's off you know low on putting on these but it's the only thing they're really low at it's the one that i'm willing to make a kind of a, a personal adjustment in my head of, you know 
maybe factor in their recent results or their tournament history because putting it's it's a nice kind of tiebreaker, but it is still very, you know, streaky. All right. I was just about to I was just about to make a putt pun and say, why are you conceding putting as a variable if needs be? Well, like I said, I think I just told you. It I know, I know. On. Why do you have to answer the question? I had a great question set up. I agree with you on the putting. It is in my factors this week as it uh, has become more and more popular because, quite frankly, I'm e- I'm eating more crow. This is the theme of the week. I used to say putting is one of those things that who cares? You can get you can catch lightning in a bottle. I disagree. If you're rolling the rock, that is where confidence sits. If you're if if everything is a gigantic hula hoop to you as a whole, mm-hmm. it's kind of like as a basketball player when that hoop looks that big, just sure. give them the ball and get out of the way. So uh, if you are rolling the rock like that, I think it is important. So, and I also have strokes gained approach in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, actually, like I said, ball striking is what I use, which incorporates approach and tee to green. But the third, I was with you on proximity. I, I was saying this week is one of those you, you, pebble specifically yeah. is where you want to know who can throw darts for a buck 25. Uh, and I think my calculations, I did 100, I think I did 125 to 150 is okay. proximity is the range I took. I mean, six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah. My, my my good old friend Keith Stewart in a piece he wrote for Sports Illustrated was using uh, proximity 75 to 150 yards. So I was sitting there trying to splice hairs. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I just thought about that for no other reason than I had to flip a coin. So pretty similar in my three as well. Uh, and just like we've talked about, I don't go much deeper than that because – I don't know. I got other things going on now. Yeah. I also like to kind of go with, with my gut and in, in, in some of these, and this is where gut speaks loudly too. Cause you see in the top, the 10 K range, Jordan Spieth, everybody mm-hmm. knows pebble is pebbles his place. He, he feels at home there. Everybody talked about when he was in a slump always, when they got back to pebble, maybe is this going to be the spot? Is this going to be the spot? You know, yep. he's kind of, he's kind of synonymous with the way that tiger is with Bay Hill or Tory or some of those places where they're just super comfortable Ironically enough, Pebbles another place that Tiger's super comfortable. So it's not it's not a shock to see him up there. I no. will say though, in the 10K range, the, rest of the field too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it's a star-studded field. It's not a huge purse. I don't think this is one of the elevated events. Uh, we don't get into that really until the Florida <clears throat> swing. Uh, so it's not a shock to see Jordan up there. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. I just think it's too much. Yeah. I think it's too much capital. I mean. There's nobody in the 10K range that I would actually start, but I will say this for what it's worth. Um, Victor Hovland, you know, he, he, whatever mm-hmm. price, not priced out. He calculated to be number one in my model uh, yeah. for what it's worth, but no, nah, I don't think anybody in the 10K range. It's, it's funny, man. I don't know what it would take for me to pony up 10K. It would have to be a kind of tiger at Bay Hill scenario, but, you tell me about your love or hate for the 10k this week. No, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. It's for Jordan Speed. Well, I wasn't challenging you <laughs> for Jordan Speed, especially the uh, 10 6. I think he's at, and he's still also projected just about the highest owned at around like 17 percent, 17.6. So that's just a lose lose situation for me there because I don't think it's a guarantee. It's not like it's a guarantee that he's going to go out there and, and crush this tournament and win it, given the feel of this being not your your top notch field considering who's out there um this is one of those where i'm really going to be looking at ownership and i'm going to be trying to find the leverage because i think this is a tournament that kind of, there's a lot of guys in all the price ranges that have a sh- legitimate shot at winning so i'm going to be playing the i don't really want anything over 13 uh owned in this tournament this week 
Uh, and that's going to be a main thing I'm looking at. Now, the one exception I am back and forth on making it for um, is Tom Hoagie at, at 10K. He's the one exception, and I know he won it last year, and that's why he's popular. He's the uh, same thing at 17%. Uh, he just has a track record even before that of doing well here. He's been playing good and decent. He's so his current form and run is what makes sense to me for, but once again, because he's going to be the highest owned and he's third highest price, it might keep me off of him, but I will say he's the one exception. I am back and forth considering. Well, back some more pivot away from the hoagie <laughs> sandwich. No, I just think it's tough. And I am going to go off script and say it is tough to go back to back in this league. Uh, no. Um, I, I do. I just think there's, there is some mental, this, this, it's so much of this freaking game is played upstairs. Uh, and I think we saw that last week with Sam Ryder, you know, he was freaking man on fire, the joggers, he was letting the ankles fly, you know, Phil Mickelson's firing <laughs> off tweets and, and, and then it just falls apart because who'd you have? You had Mr. Reliable coming right through there. Zen as can be Max Homa fires a number, walks away mm-hmm. with it, you know, takes your girl, takes your beer and says, you know, make sure you wash my car while you wait. I, that's why, that's why I just think you're, you're right to flirt with Tom Hoagie, but stick to a salad instead. So here's the guy that I will say that if I'm going to pivot off of Hoagie, the guy I'm pivoting down to that I'm between him and this guy is Andrew Putnam. Uh, at 9,700, he's the guy that because of the way he rolls the rock, um, he's been he's in good form. He hasn't missed a cut in at least his last five, it looks like. Uh, once again, it might be more than that. Uh, but he finished sixth here last year, 55th the year before that, 38th the year before that. So, um, he's in good form right now. He's had positive strokes gained since uh, November of last year. Uh, and like I said, the way he putts, he ranks fourth in the field in putting. So, you know, I, I'm I'm here for that, I, and he's only 13% owned compared to 17 <laughs> with Hoagie. You what? Do you love that? I'm here for that. <laughs> I, lo- I I need that on a I need that on a beer koozie. I need that on a t-shirt. I'm here for that. that yeah. I'm here for that. A little better than me um, saying I'd fuck with that because <laughs> that's the phrase right now out there and in, in, in the cult. You know, just out in the world. Oh, I'd fuck with that. You never heard people say that. Yes, I have. And, oh, okay, <laughs> but I just you feel very like, alone here <laughs> for a second. Well, that's like when I heard that the kids were saying cap, the well, capping, uh, and I'm like, be- on that shit. <laughs> seriously, dude, you can't just start making shit up and saying, oh, it means lying. <laughs> we already have a word for that. We have words for this. Like, don't don't just start ah See, bananas. Well, okay, real fast. I want. We'll probably agree with this. My least favorite, you know, slang abbreviated word ever. Cray. I. I, I you took out one letter and it didn't even change the syllables. Still the same monosyllables. It's just cray. But what? It, but oh no, it doesn't. She, it's still. It is. I guess it is one less syllable now that I say it. Then, but still, it's just dumb. But but what if she's cray? She's crazy. That's it. I can still. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Uh, it still works. <laughs> do you think? Do you think cray? Do you think cray was created by crazy people? Because craziness is not limited to women. Uh, yes. Geez, let's not let's not get me too <laughs> in our second season. Uh, but do you think it was created by somebody to make it sound cute? Like, oh, I'm not crazy. I'm just a little cray. It's like, Pro- you know what? Probably that sounds 100 percent right. Yeah. Or the yeah, the first time two dudes actually figured something out. Yeah. Um, I you know Andrew Putnam until until that name gets a little bit bigger. I think it's just too much of a vanilla flavor for me. 
uh, when Seamus Power is sitting right there at 9,800. No, I love I love me some Seamus. He he won it. Yeah, I think yeah. he won it uh, la- last fall. He was clicking on all cylinders last year. He's treated me well. And you've got the the weather connection. We're out on the peninsula, which if you ever go to San Francisco, every freaking local out in that area is going to tell you about the fact that it's on it's on a peninsula. And then they're going to explain to you that a peninsula is a body of land surrounded by water on three. It's the most annoying thing in the world. But anyways, they have shitty weather sometimes and they have shitty weather where Seamus is from. So shitty weather Seamus, I think might deliver this week. He's playing well. Uh, He has a good history at this course. He's definitely been in the top 25 a handful of times before. So Seamus is where I am shamelessly (laughs) planting my flag (laughs) and building my foundation for my lineup this week. And I like him in the 9K. Yeah, I know. You I do. could, you yeah, like no, I, I, you know what, I kind of, I admittedly kind of just got tied up on other names. I, it's not, it's not that I forgot about Seamus Power here, but I just, I immediately kind of looked him over, I think. So that's I, what I happens. Uh, I start talking I about Seamus and your pants are on the floor. <laughs> all right. Oh, you know what? Who I do like in the 9K, though, ooh, if yeah, I'm going to stay, Joel Damon, uh, Dom and Damon, whatever you want to say. He, uh, he's sitting nice. there at 9K. And the only reason I say that is because, Obviously, he could have been 8K just as easily, and that's where we're going. I'm not going to take him over a that dadgum right. Um, not going to take him over my my boy Seamus. Like I said, I'm all in with Seamus this week. Yeah. But Joel Damon, don't sleep on him, especially if you get to that point where you're not sure. Uh, take you know he he's he's in good he, he's in good shape. And I also think there's some cosmic juju out there with full swing coming out in two weeks. I can't wait. I cannot freaking <laughs> wait. You but uh, before yeah. that, we have to get through the 8K range. So tell well, me you, about you your 8K I was going to say you beat me to the punch on, on Damon there because he's all he's in my lineup. Uh, he's one of my guys as well. So uh, if you're listening to the show, uh, that's a two for two special on Joel Damon. Get him in your lineup. If I had to bell to ring, I would ring a bell for you. Maybe we we fly that in, get that going next week, but we'll, we'll figure out some sort of sounder alert. Uh, but Joel Damon, both of us like. So uh, for all the same reasons you just said, is his form, is his everything. He, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he um, finished sixth here last year as well. He hasn't missed the cut here ever, it looks like, uh, at least back to 2017. I'm not sure how long uh, he's been playing here professionally, but uh, this is, of that, course, that's he's comfortable. About, that's about right. I was um, going to say that feels like it's probably about the right amount of years, right? The bucket hat is is newer to the tour. Uh, yes. God, I didn't even mean to rhyme that. I'm so on fire tonight. <laughs> I really, though, I think I got a name for you in the 8K range that you're going to like and you're going to like for the right reasons. And it's, co- it. it's cousin of Stuart and it's Alex Smalley. So Alex so Smalley. Close. I'm glad you brought him up because I was so close to him too. Well, he... He ranks he ranks twenty he ranks twentieth in my model which let's be honest I'm brilliant uh, but eighth in approach and top thirty in putting and those two yeah. are the key for me this week uh, and on top of that the boys the boys in form you know he was t thirty seven at the Farmers t twenty two at the Amex he did hit a cut at the Sony but that was his first one out the gates after being t five t four t eleven so yeah he, he's in form he's a no name save a couple bucks. Uh, he's not a no name, Alex Smalley. I think he's another. He's, he's our. Is he this season's Smotherman? For us, he might be. We were we, the be. show could have been sponsored by Smotherman last year. We <laughs> hit on Smotherman a couple we did times, hit on and then we literally like, like acted like we were hitting on him a couple times. <laughs> probably should have tried to slide in those DMs. He might have come on the show. You know, he might have. Uh, but no, I do agree. Smalley, uh, Smalley makes a lot of sense for me too. I, he. Just for balance and mathematical reasons, he didn't make it into my lineup, but uh, he was 
in it out as I was as I was building it. Um, and if I play a few more GPPs, he will definitely be in some of them for sure. Um, one of the guy who since uh, November last year has been all in the positives up around uh, your your high teens of strokes gain total. So um, and even higher in this last month. So Alex Smalley definitely someone someone worthwhile there. Uh, another guy in the AK range for me at eighty eight hundred, uh, Thomas Detry. Dietry, however you, I'm, I might be saying his last name wrong, but truth gone to my head. He could walk in right now and say, I'm Thomas Dietry. And I'd be like, who the fuck is Thomas Dietry? Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> but uh, he is, my he's tactics. a guy, he's a guy that I'm looking at too. And so this is where, hold on. I got to uh, expand my screen here. Somebody my... out there is like, Oh, golf show. And you don't know who this guy is. No, I don't. <laughs> There's like 500 pro golfers. Yeah. And they don't all come out for every tournament. Uh, give us a break. Um, <clears throat> but I was no, going to say that. We deserve, I no, my breaks. Lines we deserve no breaks. No days off. Come on, man. You're in New England. <laughs> uh, but Thomas, Thomas Dietry, Dietry uh, hasn't missed a cut in his last five appearances, uh, including a second place finish in Bermuda. Uh, all the last four appearances, all top 40 uh, finishes. Uh, over 30 strokes gain total, uh, for the entire month of January. It looks okay. Over 20, 25 plus strokes gain total for the entire month of January. Um, a, a great putter, top 20 in putting top 20 in power force, 450 to 500. So Thomas Detry is for me at 11% owned 8,800 is a, is a good play, uh, in that AK range. Is there anyone else in the AK range that you wanted to tackle? two things a i'm on the d tree train because um he's from brussels and i'm i have a i have a small love affair with the town of brussels we'll tell story time later uh <laughs> some guy never mind i'm not gonna go down that road but i do love brussels been there a handful of times it's been it's a great place uh truth gun to your head i want you to take a look at that ak bracket and you tell me there, there's definitely one more name that i'm not giving up on uh, he had a flash with he had, he had he had a brush with a top a top finish recently and you know I'm gonna keep banging and this David drum. Lipsky, I know David Lipsky, come on now, eighty two hundred. Form is form is everything, and I'm not saying it was like last week, but it was recent enough, and it fit my it fit my uh, it fit my budget. Like I really needed to make some room for Seamus yeah. Power when I was going through my stuff. I didn't know who I wanted to anchor with up top. I went through my eight, seven, and six. I don't know if I found a six or not tune in to find out but david lipsky i i do think that he is a name that's flirted he's kind of like um i'm not gonna say he's a cam young but his cam young is freaking good yeah. uh david lipsky's very good but i think he's up there enough and he's been in the top of the leaderboard enough that if he catches lightning in a bottle he'll win but i don't need him to win i just need him to keep being around yeah. for every weekend and that's what he's pretty reliable at yeah, Lipsky was someone who was popping for me as well, um, and I didn't put him in my lineup against you just because I knew you were going to, and I needed to have some spots that were different from you. So <laughs> he's he's my DK he's my so, DK kryptonite. So I'm letting you have David Lipsky, but I but I do agree he was someone I was taking a good uh, long hard look at. So I was not surprised at all when for you to be going there. I was tempted to go back to uh, to giving uh, Ben Griffin and um, another shot. I was on him last week. Um, and it worked out uh, all right, uh, but not as good as I thought. Was close to going back to him. Uh, he finished 31st last week, uh, but I ultimately did not because of pricing. But he's someone else who I think could still have another good week. Ben Griffin, 8,600, but 17 projected ownership. 17% projected ownership was another big reason why I stayed away. Yeah. But the 7K range is juicy. It is juicy. We're going to get into some juicy 7K, but I want to give another tip of the cap to the boys over at uh, the boys and girls 
uh, and Vase and everybody else. And everybody. How about this? Rewind. Everyone, just say everyone. Thank you. Tip the cap to everyone over at Fantasy National because I was just in there. Um, I was in my little Google Sheets, you know, my little yeah. nerd nerdonomics, and I all I do is I go into Fantasy National, I build my little my little model. I copy and paste the results into a Google Sheets and get out of there because we share an account and I don't want you seeing my homework. And then I just now realized that when I was in my Google Sheets on my phone, the names are still hyperlinked. Hyperlinked me right back into Fantasy National so I can get to the player stats and the bios and everything like that. Because my 7K guy, I couldn't remember why I picked him. <laughs> uh, and and really well, really it was because he's top ten in my model. And I was like, wait a minute, you're mm-hmm. seventy six hundred, you're ranking eighth, twenty fifth, and um, pardon me, strokes gained approach, fifty third in putting, twentieth. I think I know who you're going for. Yeah, approximately, Lanto Griffin, uh, cousin of Ben. No, we're uh, actually, we're on the same wavelength this week because he's someone I was also giving. I didn't go with him in the end, but he's someone I was giving a serious look to. And he's another. Reasons. Uh, a couple of reasons. A, I'm just trusting the science. And when I went down there and I saw he was in my top 10 and he's got a little bit, pet, little bit of a pedigree to him. You know, if you look yeah. at the other, the other publications out there, I don't know if you, I don't know if you read golf magazine or PGA tour.com or any of the other ones. And I'm just kidding. You do see his name <laughs> popping up elsewhere. So when my science lines up with their science, that's science. And I'm going to give Lanto a shot this week. I do think that he is another one of those Lipsky types. And he was Lipsky mm-hmm. before Lipsky where is this a name? He also Lanto. Like, come on, that, that, that's that's one of those names. This guy was meant to be on a trophy somewhere. So, well, and he's, he's flat. He's flash before in past seasons. He's got a good run at this tournament specifically. Uh, you know, two top twenties in the last going back to 2018. He's played it three times since 2018. Every other year, it looks like. I wonder if that why that is. He plays only on even years. It looks like here, but still he's got a good uh, pedigree here. Like you said, he finished, he had a good week last week, finishing T 37. He did miss three cuts before that, but I was, he he's, I was on him because of his pedigree here. He is, does seem to be playing a little inconsistent now, which is a part of why I stayed away from him myself. 15% ownership for the risk of how he's playing at the moment. Wasn't lining up for me, but I get it. You know why you get it? It's because this is this is where I'm going to sell you on something I've already sold myself <laughs> on because I need yes. that reassurance. Yes. That was a powerful burp. You're lucky I <laughs> muted that. Because this environment, when they're playing in a this, – this is the kind of place where it could loosen you up. Sure. To get things clicking again. And like you said, he's got some – listen to us. We sound great. I mean, welcome, I know, welcome to health, health in New England right about now. <laughs> the uh, – but he, this is the kind of tournament where maybe the atmosphere loosens them up. And, you know, again, you've got everything around. Things are clicking. You're familiar with it. So hopefully, and again, I'm trying to talk myself into my play because that is a lot of leverage for this little bit of money. But I yeah. think that's because the logic lines up. He plays well here. He's, he's he, he checks all the right boxes, right? He's not on form. But when you've got this level of familiarity in the right places, Maybe it's the maybe it's the week. That then again, we're talking about splicing hairs. What is it, 156 yeah. fucking players? Come on. Well, and and for me in the seven K range, even more so. I know I've talked a lot about projected ownership today, but in the seven K range specifically this week, uh, I'm gonna be playing basically strictly off of ownership in this case because we already saw how heavy the ownership is at the top, uh, which means there's gonna be a lot of guys dipping down into the seven K range to make it work mathematically. 
But like I said, there's there's enough there's enough guys in this range I think that have a legitimate shot of top tens, top fives, maybe even pushing for a win. It's just one of those tournaments. It's one of those weeks that if I can find the guy that is sub ten percent owned, it's massive leverage, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna go fishing for that. Now against you specifically, it's one on one. It doesn't really matter that much, but I'm talking GPP, uh, which is what the majority of people play. So. I- I, I I thank you for bringing us back to the reasons people listen, which is like you said, <laughs> GPP, not these head to head nonsense. Are yes. you are you done with seven K? I have another seven K or in my I haven't lineup. even given you any of my three guys in the seven K range. I'll well, go rapid better. fire because we're we're running on time, but I'll go rapid fire here. Uh, Let me give you my next one, then you yes. counter. I've got Russell Knox in there because the guys from well, Scotland shitty him, weather. So. <laughs> here we go. And I think he ranks number one in my proximity. Yeah. Back to you in the studio. Yeah, Knox was pretty high up for me as well. I think he ranked third in my model. So uh, Knox is a guy uh, that I was putting in pretty quick into my my lineup. Uh, another guy that I put in there too is uh, Joseph Bramlett. Uh, he ranked fifth in my model at 6% own, projected ownership. Uh, finished 13, T13 last week, T, T54, T54, T64, and then T9 in his last five tournaments. Uh, he did miss the cut here last year, but did – make the cut three consecutive times the uh, times before that. Although one of those I'm going all the way back to 2012. So I'm going to cross that one out. 2020, 2021, he made the cut here and missed last year. So Joseph Bramlett. Joseph Bramlett. I actually, I I looked at you as if you were speaking Sanskrit and then I've, (laughs) I've heard the name before, but um, quick question for you. And you're, you're talking a lot about leverage a lot. Uh, more than more than a normal human would. No, I'm just kidding. 54 hole cut. Talk to me about leverage. 54 hole cut. Do you care about ownership knowing that you get that extra day? I I can't like wrap my brain around. Does it matter Mm -hmm. where the cut is or is leverage leverage? Because at the end of the day, this one field is all playing either a two or three day cut. So we, when we had the 54 hole cut just a couple weeks ago, uh, you're not wrong. It is for me, uh, a little less about ownership in that sense because everyone's going to get three days no matter what. So it's going to, the, the points are going to spread out a bit. Uh, but in this case, because the field is the way it is where there's no, like, uh, I believe the two weeks ago when we had that, it was a very star studded field studs everywhere that anybody could do anything. So it was easy. Like the, the ownership was already kind of naturally spread out anyways. So it was going to matter less in that tournament for me, but in this tournament, I think we're already seeing like the ownership is going to be in that upper nine uh, in the 10 K range, because those are the names that everyone knows. And then it kind of takes a fall off after that. And so things are going to stick to the big names and then we need to find the leverage elsewhere to, to get the edge. So the edge is going to be few and far between this week. It's going to be more important to find that maybe one or two like mm-hmm. diamonds in the rough because like you said everybody's getting that, that one extra round with whatever's in front of them you could have Correct. i mean because because in theory you could have a guy miss the cut you know he could play he could shoot 87 yeah. on round two which normally he's gone but because of this week he gets another round he shoots 63 but still misses mm-hmm. the cut and you get that 63 so okay exactly so someone like grayson sig God, what a good name. Hey, <laughs> uh, 10% projected ownership. He's my third 7K guy. You want to uh, 
all right, so there it is, folks. We'll we'll get them back out there in other formats, both yes. the social media channels, uh, and starting probably next week, the uh, the 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 belly up network of websites and written printed materials. Yes. I don't think they write anything, but it's definitely written and readable. <laughs> Live is about to be back. I panicked earlier because yeah. I was like, shit, are they starting this week? No, they announced their schedule this week, and I still have beef with them. Um, Not coming back to Boston. To the, I know. I'm, I'm really having a hard time coming to grips with this because there's another layer to that, and I don't think Live is going anywhere. I, I, I don't think so I, either. I definitely think it's here to stay. I think the format, I think everything is going to work. I think everybody's moved past the moral objections. Uh, I, I will say this, Mr. Norman, for all the shit I give him, he has a point when he points out how many, you know, fortune 500, 100, how many sponsors in the PGA tour, how many of these other entities do business with the similar entities that he's doing business mm -hmm. with. And exactly. he's, and he's like, he's like, we're really splicing hairs here. So when you step in, when you take three steps back, thank you. When you take Sorry. three steps back, <laughs> I got pumped this week, man. I saw all the flooded, you know, hey, our schedule's live. I still was pissed about not seeing us on there. I think they'll mm -hmm. be back. I, I I sent Hudson Swafford a direct message. I was like, hey, man, come back to Boston. But seriously, like, good luck this year. Well, um, he put out so a statement about how excited he is for the, the upcoming season. I did see that. So he's pumped. And this is where we can talk about last week. A live player is going to win a tournament that's not a live tournament. It wasn't just Patrick yes. Reed. Ian Poulter was right there until he shit the bed at the end. You know, mm -hmm. and then I saw uh, another social media guy on golf who has got a way bigger following than me. He made a good point about, I can't remember the name right now, but he made a good point about the num the, the sheer volume of Spanish speaking talent, quote unquote, is the way he put it, that is at live right now. That's and true. I was talking this past weekend, you know, up in Maine at the uh, the X Golf. They've got a dope ass simulator downtown Portland. Oh, if you're in the I've old, heard if you're of in the old, yeah, we should do a show from there. They'd probably hit us. They yeah. they they're, they're they're a wonderful crew. Um, anyway, they uh, we were talking. And I was like, it's a global game because it was very mm -hmm. much a ah, they're gonna. They're, is this really gonna fly? Is this that or the other? And I realized I was talking to some folks who, not to sound like a snotty asshole, but are not golf fans. They're just sports yeah. fans, right? And and that's fine. I and that's I admit that I'm like, do y'all follow golf? They're like, no, I'm like honestly, okay. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna I think it's gonna live. No pun intended, because <laughs> there's it is such a global game, and Greg Norman is such a global presence. And you look at the talent they're signing, I mean, they're gonna let the PGA tour have a stranglehold on the kind of western half of the world. Mm -hmm. And I think they're just gonna try to offer a different product wherever they can get it. And the team concept might catch. But I think it's going to be drowned out by TGL because the Tiger Golf yeah. League, which I don't know if it actually sounds, it's tomorrow Golf League. Come on, guys. Yeah, tomorrow Tiger Golf, Golf League. Yeah. <laughs> Both be tomorrow, real. my ass. I mean, Maddie Fitzpatrick, come on down. Mm -hmm. He's the next one. And, He's and, the and, next and one, yes. And what'd you say last week? They're trying to get 12, 16. I should know. This is supposed to be my area of the show. I, I don't think I did say anything about those numbers last week. So uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> but that's those numbers sound like they would make sense. So, yes. Right. <laughs> but but that's where we're going to get our fill. Also, I love the yes. format. Monday night, you know, as soon as the Super Bowl's over, all right, Monday nights with Tiger and the gang at yeah, I mean, we'll come on. That. That's it it'll be interesting. I I do wonder if even with these names if virtual golf will translate cuz I'll tell you what, there are moments where I hit a ball into a screen and I feel like I'm Tiger. 
Like, mm-hmm. You know, because you get the fly over and everything. And sure. and I also know that I'm like, like eh, that. You know, this is there are some differences in these simulators <clears throat> we play. Sure. Um, I think it'll translate because they're picking the right people. They're picking the biggest freaking names in the world, which let's be honest, it's mm-hmm. an incestuous industry and everybody knows everybody. So you do have the PGA tour uh, along with TGL and TMR sports and whoever else is in there. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory manner. I'm saying mm-hmm. they know what they've got. They have an opportunity here to combat the whole team concept, but Liv's not going anywhere. I do think no. that the whole team thing is is dope. Bubba Watson was out there talking about how even his kid, he's like, wait a minute, what do you mean you know who the aces are? Which is not even Bubba's team. Like, that's yeah, DJ's no. team. And he's like, my, even my kid's like, oh, yeah, because of Dustin, because they win everything. And it's like, he's Fair got enough, a point. <laughs> win, winning sells. Uh, as, as, as Gordon Gecko said it, man, it was a Gordon, greed is good. Like it? Uh, yeah. That what was the name of that movie? That was um. Stop. What I do you mean? What is the name of that movie? I know. I, I believe me. I've seen it a million times. I can. I'm the. I'm Ten, playing nine. <laughs> Dude, eight, you put a gun to my head. Now I focus. Seven, Look, you just six, made someone with ADHD focus on you counting instead of what I was trying don't to. Figure tur- out don't, don't turn. Don't turn into a victim. <laughs> don't turn into a victim because you can't remember Wall Street. Uh, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was. It was. It was Wall Street. It was Wall just Street, called Wall Street. Michael. Okay. It was just called Wall Street, not yes, Wolf yes. of Wall Street, which somebody the other day pointed out turned 10 years old. Wolf is it really that old? Street. I guess it is, yeah. Uh, another truth gun to your head. Actually, this is not a truth gun. I'll, I'll put the safety yeah, back it. on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, there's a drug that Jordan Belfort's using in that. Do you know what it's called? Do you do you, do you remember what it is? I'm, and I, I do. Oh. I'm just. It's called a quaalude. Look it up. Oh, yes. Google. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, when I, I, I was in high school, Everybody remember those TI-83 calculators? Yes. Do you remember that? Did yes. you have game did you have games on your calculator? Yes. Who did? What games what games did you have? Uh I I think it was just the Snake. I think that was the one I had. Uh, yes. Okay, so Snake yeah. was it. Snake was, Okay, we had a drug dealing game. <laughs> and so I, I don't know who started this. I don't even know where I got it. I just remember like, you know, come on, your buddy has it. you like, it was like weird peer to peer crack. It's like, here, give me your, give me your hookup and I'll give you my games. And it was yeah. all about like dealing drugs. It was a math game. that yep. was all about, and that's where I learned about Quaaludes. And then all of a sudden they came up again in Wolf of Wall Street because Jordan Belfort is famous. That's what he's doing. That's his drug of choice. Yeah. They don't even make them anymore. Apparently Quaaludes are like <laughs> not manufactured. It's illegal, but there's like a limited supply on earth. <laughs> uh, and so there you go. There's your educational value. Go Google Quaaludes go. and what is happening at the center of this earth. Something yeah. weird is going on. I want, I want, I would say Bill Nye, but fuck Bill Nye. Pardon my language. I want <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson on this. I need Neil deGrasse Tyson to explain to me what may or may not happen to my golf game as a result of the earth's core changing directions. And that's not a headline that should be muted. Well, no, and that's – I was hoping it was clickbait because my initial reaction when I read that headline was that doesn't sound True good story. at all. Like I was, that, like, I was just like, this seems like the end <laughs> kind, of, kind of scenario. There are but, certain – like just there, there are certain statements that have no context or no way of just saying like, oh, that – well, hold on just a second. Maybe if you think about it from this angle – all right, yeah. I'm going to repeat it. The Earth's core is stopping and reversing direction. Which is just wild to think of that is even possible. Because you know what I'm thinking of now? I'm thinking of like a, literally like a 
a golf ball spinning rapidly fast when it lands, still moving forward, and then just slowly the, that fire spin back and then just zipping. Like that's what I'm picturing is that golf ball landing, going right. in one direction, and like, right. like is it going to happen that fast? Like is all right. of a sudden we, like all like our climate's going to change? Or I like we might not have mean? a sh- we might not have a show next week. I don't know, but if we do, we might all just float. We all just might float off the earth. <laughs> it's it's funny you should mention that. Um, I actually when I used to commute into Boston from Salem, which city? Which city? USA, yes, baby. Yeah. And I used to take the commuter rail every day. I used to rip through books, you know, nonstop. And I was just, I would read anything. And one of them was called What If? And it was just a series of, it was like a physicist explaining like what if statements. And one of them was, what if the earth just suddenly stopped moving? Like what would happen? The way, and I'm not going to try to recreate it here. The way he described it was so catastrophic and unimaginable that he did open with like, first of all, this isn't like. jettison. (laughs) Jettison. But uh, it's something that's not even in the realm of possibility. And he was like, it's it's hard to even theorize something like this. Yeah. He's like, so we have to make certain assumptions. So assumption A, Patrick Reed is going to win this year. I hate to say it. He's going to win. What uh, happens assumption- first, He wins or he hits McElroy with a T? Well, he already did that. I will say. Oh, I didn't think he I, actually hit him. I thought he missed him. I thought he threw it at him and missed him. Oh, who gives a rat's rear? <laughs> that's He's a child no, I was trying to be. Damn it, you you ruined it. <laughs> I did. I'm so sorry. I, I got distracted. It, well, let's blame it on Patrick Reed. I got distracted okay. about him. He, I, I'll never forgive him for wearing a choker. Let's just put it that way. I do Fair think enough. he's going to win. I think his. I think he's in form. Um, could you imagine if he won at Augusta? I mean, he's got a lifetime exemption, I know. and the way he's the way he's playing right now, and like there is that extra motivation. Whether or not his ball was stuck in a palm tree with binoculars yeah. and this, that, and that. that's like people up there who want to say Cincinnati lost because of the, the officiating. You know what? Both yeah. teams play under the same conditions. A, a call was made at and, the end of the, the day. The call was made by, I think, a total of three different rules officials. Right. Like, so I, I think it was down, either like, two or three. So, like, it was not like he cheated. It's not like right. he just Patrick looked these Reed gives, he, give, he, he gives us enough to give him pot shots about legitimately let's not like yeah let's not well, he, threw, he threw the tea at McElroy and then all eyes were on him so anything that was seemed a little fishy was going to be called out and i'm not gonna lie it's almost dennis rodman ish uh <laughs> how he's gonna lean it well you look at rodman before he got to chicago he was just a hard working rebounder yeah he gets to chicago you get a little spotlight and then all of a sudden you dye your hair you put on a wedding dress and you marry madonna so and who's his i'm Jordan? not <laughs> I was about to say, don't don't be surprised if Patrick Reed marries Madonna soon. Um, <laughs> back to the regular schedule this week, yes. Thursday. Although I will say, sometimes we get some fog delays and yeah, all that. Very whatnot, possible but, pebble special. <laughs> but it is a fun week. Tune in if you like what you heard here. Then get your head checked. But then make sure you like, subscribe, give us the reviews, do all the good things, ring the bell. Uh, and if you're not busy watching golf, I don't know. Well, and just just came across my phone before we sign off here. Local news, breaking news: BC Boston College basketball upsets the Clemson Tigers, who are ranked 20th in the nation, 62 to 54. So go Eagles, go! Let's go! And, and we, we didn't even mention, but the, I guess to to bring us out here, Massachusetts now 
legalized sports betting. Today was the day you could start in-person legalized sports betting. Sometime in March is when the mobile apps will be allowed. So get out there if you are in the Massachusetts area. And if you like sports betting, remember, do it responsibly. Play only what you are comfortable losing. And pay your bookies. If you've got bookies, pay them now. They're going to come collect. They know that you can go elsewhere for the action. you got to settle up while you can. (laughs) That's a fair point, too, yes. Just That's saying. a fair point. So uh, Encore Boston the is the, probably the biggest main one you can get to. Uh, but I know there's a bunch of other casinos. Uh, I think there's three total that went live. So I just forget all does their this names. Mean, so does this try. mean also like like online apps we can start placing bets? Because you know that's what starts. So what, when I said mobile, that's what starts sometime in March. It's t- they're doing, they were separate licenses. So in-person licenses were separate from mobile app licenses. Uh, so now we're going to have the folks like driving down from like New Hampshire and Vermont to place bets. Well, you've been able to place the bets in New Hampshire mobily and in person this whole time. Don't talk to me like this. I don't know sports betting. I'm not a degenerate. <laughs> yeah, people have been coming up to New Hampshire, like literally just over the border, parking in a parking lot and placing their bets. <laughs> now they don't life. have to. It's all it's all, all open right, and land, free in Massachusetts now. Land this plane before yes, FAA kicks us off the route. Let's land this plane. Thank you for joining us. As always, we will... <coughs> Oh boy, we will. Oh we will be uh, continue to be here on the Divots and Pivots YouTube will channel we? for uh, a couple weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. But then after the Super Bowl, potentially immediately the week after, or the Tuesday after, I should say, uh, could be our first week. If not that, then the week after will be our first week over on the Fantasy Corporation uh, YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out. Medusa Brewing. Is that what you're showing me? Well, okay, Medusa yeah, Brewing really is what but had a shot at Knob Creek, not Knob Creek Maple, and chased nice. it with Medusa Brewing Laser Cat Double IPA. I just, all right, I don't know. I'm worried about you. Why? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yes, check us out there. Keep uh, keep an eye out for the announcements of the specific date changes. Uh, but we'll make sure we get it out to you in all formats so you don't miss it. As always, thank you for joining us. Here on Divots and Pivots, and we will be back next week, 8 o'clock. God, I hope.